welcome back everybody to the Rooted in Logos podcast episode number 79. My name is Brad. I'm joined as always by my dear friend Austin. Austin, how you doing? Um, excellent. Good morning, everybody. Good. Well, or evening, depending on when you're listening. Morning, evening, what? whatever. We don't know. For us, it's Saturday morning. That's true. For you, it's at the earliest Wednesday morning. Right. Anyway. Happy Wednesday morning. Happy Wednesday morning. The day before Thanksgiving. Yes. It is, uh, as the song says, the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) We are getting into holidays, getting closer to Thanksgiving. We are inching our way ever so slightly to Christmas. And by inching, I mean bullet train heading straight to December 25th. I am a little um, not prepared this year. For this whole Christmas thing. Last year, I felt a lot better about buying gifts and <laughs> having the money to do so. This year, I'm just kind of like, huh, I don't know if this is going to work. Uh, Dad, you get some uh, Pepto-Bismol and <laughs> some Tums. That's your gift. Start wrapping sticks in bundles and saying, <laughs> Happy Christmas. Right. Yeah, You could, like, for your Harry Potter fans, you could pass it off as a Harry Potter uh, uh, wand. Yeah, I got you a <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> That's your Harry Potter wand, y'all. <laughs> That's funny. Now, uh, we're we're excited. We are excited at the Loop House, getting ready for Thanksgiving and yeah. uh, getting ready for Christmas. And yeah. so, let me ask you this: uh, you know, this is a big controversy this time of year. I got a guy at work that starts Christmas music on November first. <laughs> um, drives me nuts. Yeah. But uh, how early is too early to put up decorations? Uh, it depends on your theology. Oh. <laughs> Wow, that's so a little deeper like, than I thought. I like it was to throw go. that one out. <laughs> I am a day after Thanksgiving, I'll put the tree up. So yep. on Black Friday, I'll throw the tree up. That's normally what we do. We actually do the Saturday, Saturday after Thanksgiving. We go get the tree, set it up, do all the decorations and stuff like that. Um, but like Christmas music, I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I really don't. It doesn't, it doesn't bug me. So as soon as it comes on, one hundred six nine. The kids are listening to it. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, I listen to it Christmas Eve and Christmas Day when I'm forced to. Um, <laughs> I'm just not a fan. Well, and there are a few Christmas songs I really do like. Yeah. But there, it is just a few. Yeah. And none of them are talking about grandmas and reindeer and Santa and jingle bells and yeah. winter wonderlands. There's a that. lot of garbage Garbage Christmas music. <laughs> there really is. So, anyway, so Thanksgiving. That is what we are going to talk about today. We're going to get into a little bit about the origins of the holiday, mm-hmm. a little mini history lesson. Uh, we're just going to go through some verses about Thanksgiving. And I, th- I kind of feel like toward the end, we will talk about what we are thankful for this last year or so, just to kind of reflect and kind of get you on the season of reflecting. That was the dorkiest thing I've ever said. <laughs> the season of, anyway. Sorry. At least I acknowledge it. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, a couple things to start us off. Just a quick little housekeeping. I'm going to do it on the front end instead of the back end. We have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pod. With any luck, this episode will be our first one on YouTube. Audio only. No uh, video of our uh, really tired looking faces this morning. It won't have that yet. That might come in the future, but not right now. But we'll have that on YouTube if you guys want to listen to us there. Subscribe to that channel. We are on Twitter now, twitter.com, at Rooted in Logos. Same with Instagram and Facebook. Follow us, like us, subscribe on Apple, subscribe on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts on Apple. 
Give us a five-star review. We really do appreciate that. I don't think I have a new one from this week, but I'm going to look just in case. No. Same number of reviews. Totally cool, but review us some more. Give us five stars. <laughs> yeah. We'll read it on the we'll read it on the show. Anyway. So do that for us. And also patreon.com slash rooted in logos. Uh, we would love to have you all subscribe. We'll help us with our plans in the future, getting some new equipment, upgrading, paying for our subscriptions. Just simply put, you know, it, it costs a little bit of money to do this every month. No big deal. But we would love to have some help with that. If you are willing and able, that would be great. And we have some other plans as well. We actually were talking about doing something this uh, next winter, and it cost a little bit more than I thought it was going to to do so. So uh, we might wait till next year, but Patreon would really help reach goals like that. So yeah. if you could do that for us, that'd be amazing. We would love that. We'll have some exclusive content coming your way once we get up to a certain number of subscribers. <laughs> um, because the two that we have, while we are thoroughly grateful, full disclosure, are my uncle and my grandma. And uh, we can just go talk to them in person. It's true. For our exclusive content. It's true. <laughs> so, but we will uh, we will start doing that. So if you can subscribe to that, that'd be amazing. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's Thanksgiving. Into Thanksgiving. So yeah, uh, we'll dive into a little bit of history and then uh, talking about Christians, what we are to do with Thanksgiving. So uh, Thursday, November 26, 1789, George Washington issued a proclamation for a day of public Thanksgiving and prayer. Beginning in 1863, President Lincoln encouraged Americans to recognize the last Thursday of November as a day of Thanksgiving. A few years later, 1870, Congress followed suit. So why? Why did our president, the very first president of the Amer- of the Americas, come out and USA. say, we USA. need to have a day of Thanksgiving and prayer? Not just Thanksgiving, but prayer. Uh, well, he, he pointed back to the, the Puritans when they came over on the Mayflower. Um, I have an excerpt here from the Benham Brothers. If you guys have never heard of the Benham Brothers, B-E-N-H-A-M Brothers, go check them out. They're pretty cool. I'm going to read this because it's a little bit more eloquent than what, what I could do. So Don't sell yourself short. I will, and I, I am. That's <laughs> uh, the Pilgrims set sail for America in... September 6th, 1920, and for two months braved the harsh elements of a storm-tossed sea. Upon disembarking at Plymouth Rock, they wrote the Mayflower Compact, which was our first constitution. They then upheld a prayer service and hastily began building shelters. However, unprepared for such a harsh New England winter, nearly half of them died before spring. Emerging from that cruel winter, the pilgrims were surprised when an Indian named Somerset approached them and greeted them in their own language, explaining to them that he had learned English from fishermen and traders. A week later, Samoset returned with a friend named Squanto, who lived with the pilgrims and accepted their Christian faith. Squanto taught the pilgrims much about how to live in the New World, and he and Samoset helped forge a long-lasting peace treaty between the pilgrims and the Winnipeg Indians. Pilgrim Governor William Bradford described Squanto as a special instrument sent of God for our good and never left us till he died. The summer of 1621, the pilgrims, still persevering in prayer and assisted by helpful Indians, reaped a bountiful harvest. As pilgrim Edward Winslow, later to become the governor, affirmed, God be praised. We had a good increase of Indian corn by the goodness of God. We are far from want. The grateful pilgrims therefore declared a three-day feast in December 1621 to thank God and to celebrate with their Indian friends. 
America's first Thanksgiving festival. Ninety Winnipeg Indians joined the 50 pilgrims for three days of feasting, which included shellfish, lobster, turkey, cornbread, berries, deer, and other foods. Of play, the young pilgrims and the Winnipeg men engaged in races, wrestling matches, and athletic events. And of prayer. This celebration and its accompanying activities were the origin of the holiday that Americans now celebrate each November. The pilgrim practice of designating an official time of Thanksgiving spread into neighboring colonies and began an annual tradition. And just as those neighboring colonies followed the pilgrims, example of calling for days of Thanksgiving, so too did they adopt their practice of calling for a time of prayer and fasting. The New England colonies therefore developed a practice a practice of calling for a day of prayer and fasting in the spring and a day of prayer thanksgiving in the fall. The thanksgiving celebrations so common throughout New England did not begin to spread so southward until the American Revolution, when Congress issued eight separate national Thanksgiving proclamations. America's first national Thanksgiving occurred in 1789 with the commencement of the federal government. According to the congressional record for September 25th of that year, the first act after the framers completed the framing of the Bill of Rights was that. Mr. Ellis bound it not moved with the following resolution. Resolved, that a joint committee of both House be directed to wait upon the President of the United States to request that he would recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer. That congressional resolution was delivered to President George Washington, who heartily concurred with the request and issued the first federal thanksgiving proclamation, declaring in part, whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey his will, and be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor. Now therefore I do recommend an assigned Thursday, the 26th of November, 1789, that we may all unite to render unto him our sincere and humble thanks for his kind care and protection. So, when the pilgrims came over and they landed, uh, I'm actually reading through a book by William Bradford. He was the the first governor of, once they landed, they made the Mayflower Compact. He was elected governor every year for the next 30 years. And he, he kept detailed record of everything that happened there. And so I'm I'm reading through a book called the um uh the the Plymouth Plantation by William Bradford, an excellent book. And I'm not even past the part of all their trials before they even get to America, <laughs> and it, it's it's tremendous just what they had to get through to get to America. So when we look ahead towards Thanksgiving when they landed, just amazing. It talks about I actually have an ep- excerpt from uh, his name's Edward Winslow. He became governor later after William. And then an excerpt from William, from Edward Winslow, talking about the the first Thanksgiving. Our harvest being gotten in, our governor sent four men on fowling, that so we might, after a special manner, rejoice together. After we had gathered the fruits of our labors, they four in one day killed as much fowl as with a little help beside, served the company almost a week, at which time, amongst other recreations, we exercised our arms, many of the Indians coming amongst us and amongst the rest of their greatest king, Massasoit, with some ninety men, whom for three days we entertained and feasted, and they went out and killed five deer, 
which they brought to the plantation, and bestowed on our governor and upon the captain and others. And although it be not always so plentiful, as it was at this time with us, yet by the goodness of God we are so far from want that we often wish you partakers of our plenty. And then William Bradford. They began now to gather in the small harvest they had, and to fit up their houses and dwellings against winter, being all well recovered in health and strength, and had all things in good plenty. For as some were thus employed, in affairs abroad, others were exercised in fishing, about cod and bass and other fish, of which they took good store, of which family had their portion. All the summer there was no want, and now began to come in store of fowl. As winter approached, of which this place did abound when they came first, but afterward decreased by degrees. And besides water fowl, there was great store of wild turkeys, of which they took many, besides venison, etc. Besides, they had about a peck of meal a week to a person, or now since harvest, Indian corn to that proportion, which made many afterwards write so largely of their plenty here to their friends in England, which were not framed but true reports. So this flies directly in the face of the current woke progressive idea that Thanksgiving is an evil holiday. The pilgrims were evil for stealing the land from the Indians and the Native Americans. And, you know, that we as Americans are horrible. Right. I mean, that, that's essentially what this does. Now, granted. Awful things happen. Awful, yeah. th- awful things happened at the hands of the American government. I, I do not discount that. I, I do not belittle that. Awful things happen at the hands of the American government today. So, like, mm-hmm. it, yes, absolutely. However, Thanksgiving itself seemed to be a pretty joyous occasion, seemed to be a pretty united occasion, oh, yeah. united between the pilgrims and, and the Indians and Native Americans that were there. So, I just, I, I like being reminded of that, because yeah. all you hear about, for not all you hear, but if you listen to certain media, on certain social media, have certain family members, all you hear about is how horrible this, this day is, and oh, how yeah. horrible... We are for celebrating this without thinking of, you know, all the atrocities that were committed. And and we should not forget what happened years and years later. Right. But that's not the point But that's not Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, so much so that the American government now after, so it's Black Friday, but now it's, what is it? National Indigenous Peoples Day? I thought that was in Columbus Day. Oh, that was Columbus Day. I just, I just looked at my calendar and there is something on it. Something about it. Let me see. Native American Heritage Day. Yep. yep there you go. Yep. So, yeah. No, and it's like, that's not even the point. What is the point of Thanksgiving? Uh, when when George Washington came out with that, it's, it's actually, a, again, a controversy. Because once George Washington did that, there were a lot of people that disagreed and didn't think we should do that. One of them was Thomas Jefferson. Once Thomas Jefferson became president, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think we need to, not as... He was saying, no, we don't need a day of Thanksgiving. But he's like, why do we need to point back to the the Puritans? Like, what what do they have to do with it? I like Thomas Jefferson, but I'm like, (laughs) come on. And because pointing back to the Puritans, just how thankful they were. And and just reading the story of dirt on for this day and that that week, they had several men go out and they got fowl, they got turkeys, they got different birds, and they got so much that they had enough for an entire week of feasting. Yeah, And there was about 50 Puritans for 50 pilgrims. And then about 90 Native Americans showed up. 90 men. It didn't doesn't talk about women and children. It says right. 90 men showed up. And they had plenty for them to feast. Not just, you know, a little nibbling here. They were feasting. And the Indians were just so glad. They went out. They got five deer. 
they came back and they kept feasting. And they had games. They wrestled. They raced. They did all sorts of things. For me, looking at Thanksgiving, it's as Christians, what are we supposed to do with this day? I, I think George Washington had it pretty well down. Uh, Dave, Thanksgiving and prayer. I have a scripture here. It's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the Spirit. We are to give thanks in, in everything. But definitely setting aside a day where we, we reflect, I, I mean, I think we should do this anyway, just throughout the year, but setting aside a day where we do feast. Uh, there, there are a lot of people who are like, one, you know, putting no day above another. Yes, that, that is biblical. But we're not putting it above any other. We're just setting aside a day where we're like, no, we, we need to commemorate something like this. We need to give thanks. We need to, to have games. We need to be able to feast. And we need a day that we are able to gather together and talk about things that are going on. Sure. Um, praying together as in corporate. It'd be awesome if it was the church. That'd be that'd be very cool. Well, I think I think one thing is clear that yes, we take a day out of the year to really reflect. We get at least one day off work, sometimes two days off work, depending on who you work for, and you just spend time with your family, reminiscing and thinking about everything that you have to be thankful for over the last year and throughout your life. And I think my guess is the point you're trying to drive home is that it shouldn't, as a Christian, be relegated to just one day of the year. Yeah, yeah. Granted, we have a little bit of emphasis on this one day, and and it allows us to get into that mindset of being thankful. But as a Christian, <laughs> we should spend time every day thanking God for and reflecting on what we have and what yeah. he's given us and, and what he's allowed us to go through and what he's brought us through. And, and the victories that we've seen and sometimes the non-victories that we've seen, we need to be thankful for all of it. Yeah. Because what, you know, we've see, you see all throughout Scripture, specifically in James, that these things lead to the perfection of your faith. That everything you go through, good, bad, or ugly, should, as a Christian, make you more like Christ. And that's the whole point of these, of these days, is to remember how He has brought you through the things He's brought you through to make you more like Him. So James 1 verse 2 says... Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So again, it's just remember why we're here. And remember why we have what we have. It's all because of God. So as we get ready for this day, as we, we prepare, we're getting food ready. I, I want us to be able to think of some things and guard against some things as well. As we're preparing food, as for those of us who have children, do not let it be a day that you are, I guess, dreading. <laughs> Don't let it be a day that you are trying to think of all these things to do and prepare all these things and therefore you're stressed. That's not the point of this day. I mean, if you get to the point where you're dreading Thanksgiving, you're dreading the people coming over, you're dreading the food that you have to make and all the things you got to do, I'd honestly say skip it. Because at that point, it's a waste. And the, again, the point being, you're thankful. Be thankful for the people that are able to come over. Be thankful for the, the fellowship and the relationships that you have. Uh, be thankful, again, for the food. To, to feast. God has given us a bountiful feast. And d depending on where you are in life, uh, if it be a ham and cheese sandwich, <laughs> it, it feast, feast yeah. as, as much as you can. 
And now, yes, don't cross the line of gluttony, but God has blessed us with amazing food. Yeah. He has blessed us with all sorts of things to make the food better with taste. And so to s- stricken yourself, now yes, there's there's fasting. There there's a time for that. But to get to the point where you're like, well no, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving because it just it promotes gluttony and does all this stuff. It's like, well, okay, yes, it can it's in the secular world. But as Christians, <laughs> yeah. no, there are feasts. When we look at the Old Testament, when we look at all the feasts that God gave His people, yeah, it it well, was a gift. Even in the New Testament, you look at Jesus's first miracle that's recorded, at least. Yeah, He turned water into wine to keep the party and the feast going. Exactly right? for a week. Yeah. And yeah, it, and yeah. When I when I go back to the Old Testament, when uh, God gave them all these feast days, now we we look back and we can see how they took that and that it became a law and how they had to keep those feast days. But no, God said no. Here here is a gift. I want you guys every year on this day to have a feast to be joyful. And it was a blessing to do that. And we need to look at Thanksgiving. We need to look at Christmas and other days like that as a blessing that we get to gather together. We get to have all this food. We get to feast. We get to have relationships. And it's a blessing. It is a very good thing. And we need to reflect that. And especially as Christians to the world, to be like, okay, this is what Thanksgiving is. What what you all are doing, yes, that's gluttony. Now, we're not condemning the world because that's not our job. That's That's God's job. But again, we, we're here to emulate Christ. We're here to reflect Christ to the world. And having days like this, I think, are a great way to do it. So going into Thanksgiving, as in when this comes out tomorrow, be joyful, be glad, be able to reflect on the past year and the year to come, thanking God in all circumstances, thanking God for everything, as we believe in God's providence, that He is working all things out for good, as Romans says. and. We do believe God has a plan, and he's working that out. So, whatever is happening, God is in charge. And so, be thankful. And feast. Have a feast. Have the cobblers. Have the pies. Have the turkey. Have whatever crazy things you guys eat on Thanksgiving. Pizza. I don't know. I I like pizza. Carter's in the back like, no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanksgiving is is actually one of my favorites as far as the meal goes itself. Yeah, man, it's there's some just some good dressing, like and stuffing, and ooh, you love yams. Okay. No, we're backing up. Sweet potatoes and marshmallows, and mac and cheese, green beans. Stuffing is garbage. Man, that is I'm so false. Totally throwing that out that is there. So false. Well, we're going to get into that in a minute. Let me take. <laughs> we're gonna, hey, hang on, hang on. Sorry, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back. We'll gin sake it. Circle back, and we'll. <laughs> I'll circle back to that. Yeah. So I'm going to go through and I want to read just a few verses just on being thankful and kind of what the Bible has to say about giving thanks. And and I'm going to start with Psalm 103, verses 1 through 4. Sorry, 1 through 5. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed renewed like the eagles. Just a reminder that everything we have, everything that is good, everything that we have that is a blessing, all comes from above. All right, Colossians 2, verses 6 through 7, therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. 
So Isaiah chapter 12, verses 3 through 5, With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, Give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing praise to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitant of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Just an amazing picture of what this holiday should really be about for Christians. It should be about proclaiming from the rooftops what God has done for you. You know, we, we look at the, the episode we did a couple weeks ago on, on uh, just my journey and what God has brought me through over the last few years, and being able to shout that from the rooftops and say, look, He has done amazing things, and everything I have, everything I am, everything I do is because of Him, and it is a testament to His mercy and His faithfulness that I do not deserve. And that's what Christians should be focused on this 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 week as, as we go through the Thanksgiving holiday, as you guys sit around your tables with your food, with your football, with your families. Think about what God has done for you and just start with the ultimate gift, the gift of salvation, the gift of His Son, and just work through it. Think through it. Take time. Be intentional about doing so. Because the Bible tells us to. The Bible tells us so many places. James 1 verse 17 is, is a verse that I alluded to earlier in this, where I said that every good and perfect gift comes from above, and I'm going to read it here. Every good and perfect gift is from above, (laughs) coming down (laughs) from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of change. So we have so much to be grateful for, especially as Americans, especially as Christians. We have a bounty. We have the ability to feast. We have the ability to gather together without threat of government persecution, and to thank God for what he's done for us without threat of anyone coming in and knocking down our doors. We are a truly blessed people in this country. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Austin and I can sit here and do this every week without any fear that someone's going to come knocking on my door and, and take us off in handcuffs. Yeah. We have so much to be grateful for. So, Austin, what else you got for us? Uh, so, I have Joel. Chapter 1, verse 2 through 3. Hear this, you elders, give ear, all inhabitants of the land. Has such a thing happened in your days or in the days of your fathers? Tell your children of it, and let your children tell their children and their children to another generation. And then Deuteronomy 11, 19, you shall teach them to your children, talking of them when you are sitting in your house and when you are walking by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall write them on the doorposts of your heart and your gates. Looking at Psalm 107, verses 1 through 3, it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Be vocal. Be open about your thankfulness and your gratitude towards God. Give it to him. Give all the glory to him and then tell others. Yeah. Part, part of this is the Great Commission, too making disciples, going out and sharing the gospel with people, going Mm -hmm. out and talking to them about what God has done for you and why you are able to have joy in the midst of some of the sorrow and some of the pain that you go through. I shared a video on our Facebook page this week, kind of alluding to that a little bit. It was was an interview with Wally from WayFM and Toby Mac. And and normally, those are goofy. Uh, Wally's kind of a funny guy, and and he and Toby are buddies, and they kind of razz each other, and it's really good. But in this about 15-minute clip that I shared... Toby opened up a lot about his son, Truett. For any of you who may not know, Toby Mack is a Christian musician. 
Uh, very popular. He, he's been around since the late 80s, early 90s with uh, DC Talk. Then has an amazing solo career. And, and not music I listen to a ton. However, a couple years ago, he lost his son Truett to an overdose. And it's Truett was 21 years old. He had a struggle and and toby opens up about that and and very real very raw for about 50 minutes a little bit tough to watch at times but very very raw and he talks about how he is still grateful to god in these moments and so he has that joy that surpasses all understanding that we just don't understand how can you have joy in the midst of this tragedy and he clings to god and and i think that is something we can think about too for thanksgiving is how do you cling to him when things aren't going well. Maybe this is your first Thanksgiving without a loved one. Maybe this is your first Thanksgiving after a loss. And how can you still praise God in the midst of that? Mm -hmm. And when you're able to do so, that is a testimony to God and His faithfulness. And you need to share that with people. Yeah. Yeah, and looking back at the pilgrims, um, when they came across on the Mayflower in the first winter they had, they lost more than half. They came across with, uh, it was like a hundred and something. And... The first Thanksgiving, they had 44 to 50. They had tremendous loss. But they were able to look at their circumstance and look at where they were and say, by God's hand, we are here and we, are, we have been blessed. So, also looking at Thanksgiving, don't forget prayer. Do not forget being thankful and letting God know. I always go here, but Philippians chapter 4. Starting verse four, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. So rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Give thanks to the Lord. Think of these good things. To uh, During this day, think of the things that are honorable, that are just, that are pure, that are lovely, that are commendable, that are excellent and worthy of praise. Think of those things. Pray of those things. And be joyful. Yeah. It is it be, to be joyful. If you're solemn and you're grumpy, if <laughs> as the man, uh, you're just going to go sit on the couch, drink a beer and wait for the food to be done. Uh, Woo! Oh, wait, sorry. You're celebrating it wrong. <laughs> if you were the woman in the kitchen cooking, and you're all by yourself, and you're getting grumpy because no one's helping, quit. I, I, I mean, honestly, don't, don't do it anymore, because then what's the point? Husband, get up, help your wife. Be together, be joyful, yeah. do these things together. Uh, once you get the meal, feast. Be joyful. Again, I can't, I can't stress the being joyful part. It's it's a fruit of the spirit. Love, yeah. joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and and talk, like 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 Brad was talking about. Just being able to, especially if, as a father to children, tell of the things that God has done for you uh, during the, especially the the past year, but your life. That way, they know. Growing up, they know. 
yes, God has had a hand in my father and my wife mm. and my father and my my mother, but also in our family. And just yeah, rejoice. Yeah, absolutely. So let's spend the next couple minutes. I want to just kind of change gears just a smidge, a little lightheartedness for just a second. Austin, what what are, what are your Thanksgiving traditions? What do you do each year in and year out, especially now that you have kids? Like what is what does Thanksgiving Day look like for you? Thanksgiving Day is packed for us. Uh, normally, we start out in the mornings with like a a friend's Thanksgiving breakfast. It's okay to brunch. say Friendsgiving. It's Friendsgiving, okay. that's fine. It's Friendsgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving full of friends. Uh, this year it'll be a little different because we we are in a fifth wheel, so that might be interesting. Yeah. But we're going to invite whoever wants to show up. We'll we'll have our food. We'll do biscuits and gravy. Uh, among other things, and uh, just starting starting the morning out with prayer. Uh, I'll probably have some scripture to read, but just just rejoicing, maybe playing some games, having fun, and then after that, we kind of separate between my wife's parents and my parents, and all of our families, and just kind of getting together and again having more fun, feasting, not being gluttonous, but feasting. And yeah. there is a difference. Yeah, for sure. Uh, th- there might be a thin line. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what about you? So this year's going to be a little different than the previous years because th- normally I go to my grandparents in Indiana, my mom's side of the family. Uh, I'm there all day. Before COVID, maybe even a couple years before that, uh, it stopped. But at one point we had our entire family over, extended family, and... That has kind of fallen away, and so it's just kind of the core group of us that, that get together, and we have a great meal. We watch some football. Used to go hiking, but I'm the only one that would want to do that now, so I don't know if that <laughs> happens as much. And hiking by yourself is not as fun as hiking with somebody else. It's not. But, uh, but yeah, so, so but this year, though, um, I'm actually going to split time between my dad's side of the family and this side. We had a, we had a death in the family uh, this last year who normally hosts Thanksgiving for my dad's side, and that obviously will not you know, happen as much. So that has now become the core group uh, of family members. So I'm going to spend the first half of the day there, drive back over to Indiana, spend the second half of the day uh, with my other grandparents and enjoy. I always make, and and close your ears if you're anti-alcohol, I always make a special cocktail uh, for Thanksgiving. And so this year is going to be a special old fashioned. So I'm excited to try that out. I need to make it couple times to get it down make sure i know how to do it but yeah. uh, i'm excited to try that out and uh we just we enjoy some really good food and good time together mm-hmm. so one of my favorite times of year just to kind of chill oh yeah it's really relaxing honestly so we'll play dominoes oh. you know yeah but uh but that's that's kind of it for, uh for us and you know i get black friday off and so i'll put up the tree and there you go start gearing up towards christmas you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which we will talk about. We will. Podcast for a couple episodes. Oh, man. That's going to be coming out soon, too. It is. It is. We got to prepare. Gotta prepare. So, uh, as we kind of wrap up, um, I want to say a special thank you to the consistent listeners of this. Mm. Um, we Our numbers are staying pretty consistent with downloads, and we can't thank you enough for that. Um, you know, what we, we like to say... Uh, uh, we need more engagement. We'd love for you guys to comment more. And we would. We would love for more engagement. But we don't take for granted that you guys at least listen. Yeah. <laughs> and so we yeah. do thank you for that. And thank you for uh, that support. We are looking forward to seeing where this thing goes and, and 
So um, as far as being thankful for things right now, I'm, I'm thankful for Austin and his commitment to this and, and Carter for his commitment as well. He's behind the scenes and he'll, you know, poke his voice in here sometimes. And, yeah. And uh, Simon for, and all our guests. So th- just thank you guys for that. It's been a pretty fun year and a half doing this. Oh, yeah. Kind of excited to see where else this goes, uh, especially now that I can pour a little more time into it without <laughs> having to write papers and <laughs> I can actually focus on right. some. So yeah, that's that's uh, pretty cool. But um, so thank you guys for, for that. And thank you for listening and tuning in every week. Uh, Austin, any, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? No, you, you said it pretty good. We are very thankful for you guys. And we are, yeah, we're definitely excited for what God has in store for us. Either it be death or glory. Be death or glory. Either way, it will be glory <laughs> in death because, you know, what, what the scripture says. It's, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to come back next week. We're going to start a study in the first Timothy. Yeah. And what, you know, what we did through Romans where we went, you know, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, we're going to do that in First Timothy, and, mm-hmm. and we're going to try to do that one chapter a week. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, the format's going to be a little different. We're going to do uh, like today Thanksgiving, next week First Timothy one, the week after another topic, and just kind of alternate. So every other week, you're going to get you guys are going to get a good dose of First Timothy, go through that, and then uh, we're going to start some other topics and some other discussions. We're going to talk about Advent. We're talking about Christmas time. We're going to talk about all kinds of things, head coverings. We're going to go through all the things uh, here in the next few weeks. We're <laughs> pretty excited. The head coverings one I'm a little interested in because I have never looked into it. I think I was reading an article about head coverings this week, and there was a little poll at the bottom, and there were three options. It said something about, do you, or it was four or five options, I think, on the as far as the answers go. But the question was something to the effect of, do you think head coverings are necessary? Something to that effect. And one said yes, one said no, one said I'm not sure, and the fourth one said I don't care. All right. <laughs> I had to stop myself from pushing the I don't care one because I'm like, <laughs> I've never thought of this. This has never been on my mind, but I'm looking forward to kind of exploring that topic yeah, with Austin. Dive into that one. Uh, there was a recent video that's made its rounds six hours on on head coverings, and I do not have the patience for that. It's a long one. <laughs> It is. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to avoid that video and watch, <laughs> watch and listen to other things here in the next few weeks. But anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, we're just excited to get into more stuff and, and really kind of get back into our format, get back into our routine. Uh, because, you know, we took that break and, you know, things were felt a little weird. And now we're starting to feel normal again, yes. I think. So we're excited and um, can't wait to hear some feedback from you guys. So do us a favor, give us a five-star review, follow us on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, patreon.com slash rooted in logos. Rooted in logos pod at gmail.com. If you have any questions, reach out to us there or on social media. We answer um, anything and everything that comes our way, which is not very much, but it's true. We would love to get more. And uh, we will see you guys next week. First Timothy chapter one, read that in preparation for our discussion challenge you read it once a day read first timothy mm. chapter one once a day leading up to the episode coming out so yeah. you that will give you seven chances to read first timothy chapter one that will you'll be prepared for whatever insight and knowledge comes at you from us sure sure <laughs> we'll go with it <laughs> but anyway thank you guys so much again we love you all we'll see you next week in the meantime stay, stay rooted, rooted.